The Chaser Report is recorded on Gadigal land. Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report with Dom and Charles. And Dom, Australia is at war. What? Nobody mentioned this. Shouldn't it have been breaking news on various news services? Shouldn't Anthony Albanese have stood in Parliament and said, we're at war? Uh, and here's why. I mean, isn't the, the traditional approach to this, actually, if I recall, Charles, is mm. the United Kingdom is at war and therefore Australia is at war as well. No, yeah. is, is the UK yeah. at war with someone? Well, no, no. I think nowadays it should be, you know, um, the United States are at oh, war. Oh, of course. And so therefore we're at war. Hang on a second. Uh, you're talking about the voice where v- large sections of the community seem to be at war with Indigenous people or with First Australians, <laughs> just <laughs> basically picking right. on them. No, that, that would be non-Australians are at war. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. fine. No, no, uh, Australia has sent 100 troops to the Ukraine. Wait, what? And So uh, 100 Australian troops have been sent to Ukraine, the place you... where troops go to die. Yes, and it's very odd because none of the press is reporting it I'm as such. I'm looking through my breaking news updates. Yeah. Sydney Morning Herald. Oh, there's some stuff about Sydney property. Yes. Uh, well, infrastructure, the, crickets. Well, there's a bad apartment block, apparently. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, I want to find out more about this after this. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's nothing about us sending troops to Ukraine. Are you sure, Charles? <laughs> you've had, you're known for your, your outlandish theories. <laughs> is this actually this happening? Is, this is not a theory. This is true. This is as reported by the ABC this morning and uh, nine newspapers. Can't trust the ABC. But it's literally buried. Like the lead is buried about like after 15, you know, 28-day workout plan according to your age ads, <laughs> which sort of shows how targeted these <laughs> yeah, ads are. Very targeted. Um, it, it points out that Australia. So Albo's over in Europe at the moment. Yes, he's announced that they're going to. They're all in with NATO. They're going to send um, a this time an E seven A wedge tail, which I assume is some sort of plane to Ukraine, and with it, the Australian Air Force would deploy about 100 personnel to support NATO for six months, helping protect multinational logistics hubs, supplying critical support to Ukraine. So So they're going to be in Ukraine where Russia is mounting airstrikes. What happens if an airstrike, Charles, kills 100 Australian troops on the ground? Well, I think, to be fair, they're they're going to be based outside of Ukraine, like in Germany and and Poland and places like that, and then flying in to Ukraine... To supply those hubs. So, yes, they will be in Ukraine, but they'll be based. Oh, Charles, you've misunderstood. You've misunderstood the Mm. rules of this conflict. The way that it works is that that the West uh, supplies billions and billions of dollars of aid, Mm. lots of weapons, tanks, um, fighter jets. Apparently now 
cluster munitions, the thing yes. that's banned by national conventions the US is now sending to Ukraine. Mm. We give them all this stuff. Yes. And they use it to fight Russia. Right. That doesn't mean we're at war we're, with so Russia. So we're not at war with Russia? No, because oh, if we were at war right. with Russia, the yes. US would have to rush to our defence. Yes. I think New Zealand as well mm. under, under ANZUS would have to. Yes. The Europeans would have to. I mean, if NATO oh. was at war with Russia, yes. this would be World War Three. We mm. would be having World War Three, where mm. the Eastern Bloc, yes. let's say, took on the Western Bloc mm. uh, in a massive fight uh, between nuclear powers. We wouldn't want that. No. Therefore, Australia is not at war and cannot be at war because that would mm. be catastrophic. Instead, we're merely sending troops mm. into a war zone to fight. <laughs> right. Mm. So, so the thing, Dom, is that do you remember the Vietnam War? Uh, I wasn't around, mm. but uh, but I'll, remember when we did history and yeah, we didn't look at that bit of history. It's a bit awkward for Australia. <laughs> we did the, the ones where Australians were glorious, oh, yeah, like the, the World Second War World War. Yeah. yeah, no, no, but the whole way Australia got into Vietnam was not by sending troops to invade Vietnam. Mm. I, in fact, I, I'm not sure we ever invaded Vietnam. We, we were well, then we would have been just, at war. Yeah, we were. It was sort of support troops, and it was right. training troops, and it was people to help out the local Vietnamese people. Oh, Boy Scouts we yeah, sent over, basically. All the way with LBJ. Yeah. It was, from what I understand, Charles, it was a scouting jamboree. Mm. They had they wore woggles yeah. and they did lots of, that dib, 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 dob, 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 um, let's basically kill North Vietnamese. But that did end up being at war with Vietnam. Like I mean, the, if, the if sum, you want to characterise it yeah. as that, I, I, I dispute your characterisation that the Vietnam War was a war. <laughs> uh, from what I yeah. understand, it was an internal conflict yeah. uh, where so, Australia was providing logistic support and also corpses. So maybe what we should be calling this is like a special operation. Well, that's what Russia's calling it. Yeah, so yeah. That it's, yeah <laughs> Russia is not at war even with Ukraine. No. Russia is at special military operation <laughs> with Ukraine. Ukraine. Very different to yeah. Okay, good. So, so that's good. So Albo's really buddied up to NATO, to, to Paul Keating's absolute horror. Yes. Right. So Paul Paul reckons, no, 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 we shouldn't be buddying up to NATO because NATO only has America's interests at heart. Mm-hmm. And oh, as opposed to <laughs> Australian foreign policy. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and he's saying that actually NATO is sort of expanding into Asia yes. and using Japan and, and Australia as the sort of, I suppose, almost like the Ukraine of Asia where mm. we're at the front line having to sort of go up against China and it's America who wants to hate China and it's not actually in our interest because China are a huge trading partner to us. So why are we sort of kowtowing and doing everything that America says? Look, I don't want to disrespect Paul Keating, who, as we know, has very strong opinions on many things. Mostly I don't want to just disagree with him because I don't want him to shout at me, Mm. um, which is what he tends to do these days. Yes. But hasn't it always worked that way? I mean, isn't Australian foreign policy all about appeasing America? so that if mm. we get invaded, they'll help us. But also, has he not heard of the Quad? The Quad is literally America plus India, Japan and Australia mm. projecting American force and indeed uh, us as well mm. as a containment block for China in the region. NATO coming to the party is belated, if anything. This is mm. already happening, Paul. But don't you think that the history of Australia is to actually play off certain superpowers against each other and therefore come out with their own vaguely independent thing. Like, you know, we had England and America mm. and we sort of kowtowed to both of them yeah. in different ways and then ended up saying, well, we'll take over the Pacific for you. We'll, we'll, that yeah, can be yeah. our realm. Can, you can be the staging point. Yeah. And, and but build your bases. Do your nuclear yeah. tests at Maralinga, Britain. Go ahead. Yeah. No one will suffer from that except for a bunch of local Aboriginal people who will 
die. Whereas now it's a very uni-axis sort of relationship we have, which is we're buddying up to England, whereas our largest trading partner is China, or one of our largest trading partners, China. Mm. Why why wouldn't we sort of play them off a bit against each other? Well, that's what we were doing for a very long time. Mm. Um, Certainly uh, kind of before the current um, tensions, Mm. uh, I don't know if... Keating's aware that China basically dumped Australia as a trading partner. Just, mm. uh, and we're basically trying to repair that at the moment. But isn't that kind of what Australia's always done, well, at least in the past 20 years or so? It's like for, since the Iraq war, right? Mm. We were part of that conflict. We gave it legitimacy. Yes. But it seemed as though the deal, do you remember when John Howard was Prime Minister? Yes. Australians tended not to die in that conflict. Tiny numbers of Australians died. Yes. We were there in the multinational force, but the deal was we'll make it look like it's multinational, but actually Americans will be the ones who die. So yes. we, we were part of a fig leaf we to were. give it legitimacy. And that's a- what this is as well, isn't and it? And in actual fact, I once talked to somebody who went to Iraq, mm. uh, it was, it actually had several tours of duty in Iraq as an Australian troop. Yeah. And he said it was hilarious because they were based in Iraq, but not actually in Iraq. They were based about several kilometres offshore protecting an oil pipeline. They, they were given, I think it was, I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's Bagram on some sort of coast somewhere. I'm not sure, but yeah, Bagram yeah. was where the Australians were amongst other places, yeah. Kandahar and so on And too. But they their whole job was to just go in and, and make sure the oil kept on getting out of Iraq, even while everyone else was being murdered. So the cynics and, who said that the war was all about oil, <laughs> we didn't disprove that with our military actions. Yeah. That's good to know. No, but, but the thing is, like, there weren't that many sort of IEDs along the roadside. No. A kilometre offshore. Offshore. Well, that's yeah. very sensible. <laughs> we were very safe. But I assume that was how it's negotiating practice attacked yeah. it. was that we're all, all the way with GWB, yes. uh, George W. Bush, as long as we don't, no one dies. It was actually not yeah. a bad deal. Okay, so I'll just complicate this a little bit Please. by saying... The other thing that has happened uh, in the last 48 hours... Why am I getting my news from you, Charles? Yeah, well... This is bizarre. No, because there is no fucking press in Australia anymore. Why are we the only people talking about this on some two-bit podcast? Australia is sending troops to Ukraine. Yes. This is massive. Yes. But then the other thing is... Germany, Germany is sending soldiers here. We're being invaded by Germany. Uh, hang on a second. T- 240 German soldiers, including 170 paratroopers and 40 Marines, will come to Australia between July 22nd and August the 4th. When have Germans, We're being invaded by Germany. When have Germans ever when, done anything <laughs> bad when that, their soldiers have visited another country? After 1946. <laughs> Admittedly, before that, for many yeah. centuries, it was a, b- a bit awkward. Yeah. But put 1946... All they'll do is just buy buy beers and have fun, a good, clean fun. And they do tend to ultimately lose. So, you know, we've got that going for us. But they're the largest drills between – they're for drills, right? Oh, for drills, yeah. But they're the largest – Actually, German drills are very reliable. If you're getting a drill, buy a German drill. High quality. They're, they're the largest drills uh, held between Australia and the US, and so Germany's going to yeah. get involved. Um in the last two years, which is not actually that a long time. I mean, <laughs> Paul, Paul Keating's point is always the same in this. Uh, his, his point but, is but, always China is not an expansionist military power. It has never been in its history. Mm. But given that it's so fucking massive, the last thing they need is more population to administer. 
And I can see their point. Mm. If anything, China could do with fewer, which is why they probably should have been more welcoming uh, of the population drop. But anyway. But can I tell you what the Germans are going to train in during that two weeks in Australia? They're going to train in jungle warfare. What the fuck is going on? There's no jungles in Germany. Oh, I think you'd be surprised. <laughs> I can't work out why that and, would be needed. Unless, and landing, landing operations. Is there going to be another Vietnam War? Landing uh, operations, uh, drills going into Indonesia, Japan, South Korea, France and Britain. For the can, coming Pacific War. I can understand why Germany would want to know how to do landing operations in France and Britain. Yeah, that's... You think they'd already know that one. <laughs> Where's the institutional memory? Uh, but no, look, the jungle, it, there must be another Vietnam War on the way. Is that what this is? They're is, also is, saying, there, is there a Pacific War happening? There must sometime be. Sometime soon? Well, it'll but be. But we're on Japan's side. It'll be Taiwan, won't it? But is there jungle in Taiwan? I don't know. We don't know. Uh, we have we have nowhere near enough knowledge through this podcast. Sprat- but, but we're the only ones. We're the only ones talking about We're all- the only news source in Australia. What the fuck? They're also sending, Berlin is also sending 13 military aircraft to Australia during that period. Well, Charles, and, we- a, and a warship. I mean, we're being fucking invaded by Germany. And but- what... And what's the Herald talking about? They're talking about fucking apartment blocks in mascot. But actually, you know what? If the German troops can spend a couple of weeks just doing uh, defect re- repairs <laughs> in <laughs> Sydney apartment blocks, they'll make themselves very welcome. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The Chaser Report. News you can't trust. But Charles, this is nothing new. We've been mates with the Japanese military, sorry, Self-Defence Force, for a very long time now. Mm. Why did the Japanese have to rename their army to the Self-Defence Force, by the way, and Germany was just allowed to still have a German <laughs> army? Why did Japan have to do that? Yeah. A bit racist. A, a bit racist. A little bit racist. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... Oh, it's because they, they were the relentless Orientals in the views <laughs> of the West, whereas the Germans yeah. were, were, were relentless white. Uh, anyway, that was then. We're, fr- we're all friends now, Charles. We're in the quad. We're in NATO. We send backpackers to each other's mm. uh, countries. We have working holiday, mate. You know what we should do uh, to repel the Germans who come here? Ban. We should ban set- small goods. No. <laughs> oh yeah, just ban sausages. There's nothing to eat. Ah, uh, there's nothing to eat. Only fresh food. Uh, nothing cured. No, I'm thinking just set Paul Keating on them. <laughs> that would, get that would them. work. Yeah. What is the deal with Keating in China? I mean, I, I don't want to have some sort of conspiracy theory. Does he have business interests in China? Because his message seems to be China's great. None of you are uh, giving it the respect it deserves. Mm. They're our friends and should be our business partners. Um, it's always the same argument from Keating. It's always treat China better. Yeah, he probably does have lots of interest. He's very rich. Sure. And I'm sure a lot of it comes from China. But And, you know, like we've got all that sort of genocide stuff going on in China. But he's I mean, taking. That- He's taking a longer view. Sure. Well, I mean, it's certainly not a longer view of the Uyghur people, for instance, (laughs) but a longer view of of harmonisation. But But also this is a country that is is annexing little islands throughout the Mm. Pacific and turning them into massive fuck-off military bases. Mm. Keating is very 
very welcome to say, look, this has not traditionally been an expansionist power, except in fucking Tibet, Paul, by the way. Mm. But it's building bases all over the Pacific. Every little blip on the map that they can, they're putting massive runways on mm. for a coming conflict. So, of course, we should muscle up and get ready, shouldn't we? I mean, that's the best way to prevent a conflict, isn't it? In this day and age of, of mechanised war, if everyone's massively armed to the hilt, you don't have a hot war. Uh, or hang on. That's not true anymore because of Ukraine, is it? Yeah, isn't the point that we've just got to go down to Hobby Co and buy half a dozen drones from, you know, their sort of hobby section? Actually, I wonder if there's a drone that Albo will deploy to silence Keating because this is mm. getting embarrassing. He's had to yes. he's had to slap him down again yes. um, for the second time in the past few months. Is he not going to get invited to the ALP conference? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate sanction. The ultimate. Yeah. God, imagine his relief yeah. not having to turn up. <laughs> um, but look, this is troubling. Do we want boots on but the ground on. in Ukraine? I don't think uh, the answer to you don't fight fire with fire. We're a middle power, Dom. We're never going to be able to we, but also, arm aren't, up to aren't defend. We a small power that calls itself a middle power optimistically. Like, isn't the middle power like Britain? Well, isn't the point that like or Germany for that matter? There, there is not like there is no universe in which we could defend our coastline if anyone actually wanted some of our country. Right. Oh, I think you'll find Scott Morrison stopped a lot of boats. He's got a little little model boat that says, I stopped these. Couldn't he defend our coastline? Him and Peter Dutton in a, in a tinny. Put him out there. Yeah. Put him out there with, um, I don't but, know, it, but a loud Dom, hailer. It costs $16 billion to defend Australia off from 300 refugees. Like that, that's the sort of, that's the equation that we're talking Charles, here. Charles, you can't put a price on sovereign borders. Those borders <laughs> are sovereign. So, but, but it's a serious question though. We did, but they did. They got rid of all the sovereign borders. Remember what? The, the actual law is now that we don't have any sovereign borders because no they're borders. all extinguished. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think there's one toilet in Parliament House. <laughs> we, but if you get there, you're in the migration zone. We just sort of committed hurry curry on our sovereignty. Okay. So what is Australia's strategic interest? I mean, this is a, I'd love to actually talk someone who, to someone who knows about this because is it just cozying up to the US? Go ahead. Is it just cozying up to the US and going, we need to make ourselves strategically indispensable to them so that they actually will fight for us if ever we're invaded? Mm. Or is it trying to keep everyone happy all, all the time? I mean, it, it's like my position as a, as a beta male, right, in mm. society. <laughs> Do I attach myself to someone strong mm. and try and be their sidekick so that they have me yeah. around? Or do I try and please everybody and at the same time, you know, if, if there's two alphas in conflict in a room, and I, this is a chaser meeting, uh, creative <laughs> meeting, it's very hard to to keep them all happy. Sometimes you've I, got to pick sides. But look, I think you've got to go to modern psychology on this, Dom. Right. And you've got to know your own boundaries. Oh, that's what Jonah Hill would say. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get Jonah Hill on this. He's a guy who's great at exiting, exiting relationships. We'll just get him to draft the text message to Joe Biden. Look, Joe, yeah. Joe, if you want to be in a relationship with Australia, you have here are my boundaries. Yes. If you want to put photos of yourself up on the internet, you can, but that will violate my boundaries. That's what yeah. we should do. Yeah. Jonah, are you available for this invaluable service? I think the whole point is that what we should do is we should stop being assholes to all the Pacific countries and selling them out on climate change. And then instead of, like, we're much closer to the Pacific than China. We provide all the sort of employment opportunities for Pacific Islanders who want to actually engage in, you know, seasonal migration programs yeah. and things like that. So if we actually just pulled our weight in the Pacific somewhat and 
was actually nice to our neighbours, then everything else would sort itself out because they'd look at, you know, a deal with China and they go, well, we don't need a deal with China to fortify ourselves and mm. put in aircraft carriers on the Solomon Islands or whatever I mean, because actually we've got a good deal going with Australia where, you know, we're, we're doing healthy trade and having good relationships with our nearest neighbour. Instead, I, what we've had is for the last 10 years a complete abrogation of, of you know, the Pacific and selling them out at every climate conference, you know, while they're literally drowning. Didn't Penny and, Wong, though, solve all that in about a week? Like, didn't she turn up? I don't know what she said to the Pacific Islands, mm. but it seemed as though as soon as she became foreign minister, she went up there for a couple of weeks and yeah. calmed the whole thing down. So well, can Penny Wong broker a truce between Australia, well, the US and China? Can Penny Wong tap this thing down? The problem is that Australia in the last climate, UN climate thing, which was actually a couple of weeks ago, they had to do some deal on some treaty, Australia sided against the Pacific nations with Saudi Arabia. Well, that's who our real strategic partners are in all this. <laughs> that's the people you want to be in bed with, um, yeah. particularly if you need any journos bumped off. And yes. I'm surprised Kevin Rudd didn't think of this. Well, I don't, think, I don't think there are any journos left, <laughs> yeah. Dom. Like, why, like, when Kevin Rudd wanted to try and um, put the heat on Murdoch, yes. why didn't he get MBS involved? That is a guy who knows how to silence journalists. So. If yes. you don't want um, a particular media company dominating your market, yes. get MBS on board and yes. suddenly there'll be a lot fewer journalists than there were before. Forget cluster bombs, forget, you know, aircraft carriers and whatever else we're sending, Bushmasters that we're sending oh, over to Ukraine. All we need, a couple of bone couple saws. A couple of bone saws and a couple of couple of handy <laughs> security blokes who know how to use them and some plastic bags to dispose. Actually, do I want the News Corp journalists murdered? Not really. No. I mean, occasionally there are some who annoy me, but yeah. I don't want but them we, we, Dismembered. We can dismember them with our rapier wit. I just wouldn't mind if occasionally, if Australia went to fucking war in Ukraine, <laughs> they mentioned it yes. somewhere in the news. Our gear is from Rode. We're part of the Iconoclast Network. And apparently we're the only news source you need in 2023. Thanks for listening. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.